Jackie. Hi, Brent. How are you doing? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing great. So to give a little bit of context, I'm here with Jackie DeVore. She is a whole bunch of really great stuff, but I'll give you uh, a little bit of context about where we are physically. So uh, I've been doing a little bit of a east coast u.s trip uh, which has been really fun so i've been staying with alex from self-hosted for a little bit and now i've come and seen you guys as well because you're not too far Mm -hmm. uh, which has been a real treat so you've taken me into your home yes Um, and it's been an absolute delight for us right so you and drew have taken me into your home uh drew does most of the editing for the brunches so um and many of you have gotten to know him through the brunch that we did together one of the early ones so we will link to that for sure but jackie it's such a treat to get to chat with you in person yeah uh so joining us as well is some of your rabbits that you have in your home We have a lot of rabbits. (laughs) Yeah. And there's one. She was laying on me when we were setting up here, but now she's uh, (laughs) coming in from the side. This is Min, a very, very fluffy bunny. She's going for my my juice. She has a drinking problem. (laughs) Uh, But totally welcoming. And uh, you guys have taken me in and I really appreciate that. So it's been so fun to spend the last few days with you uh, and checking out Savannah here together. We have absolutely loved having you here. It's been a few days full of uh, food and music and great conversation. So yeah, well, it it. just continues here, doesn't it? (laughs) Can you give us a little bit of an intro on what you do? Um, Well, I'm an artist, so I make a lot of different kinds of art. Um, I, and I'm a podcaster. I, I'm one of those people that never really has a title. Which is a good thing, I think. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, Tell me a little bit about the podcast that you're doing. Okay, so my my main podcast is Sirens of Scream, and uh, we've been doing this for four years. It's an all-women-led uh, horror podcast, and we talk about absolutely anything horror. Um, uh, people, when they think about horror, they think about just, you know, movies or shows. Uh, we talk about comics, we talk about art, we talk about, we've even talked about hairstylists that nice. do uh you know horror themed hair and it's honestly it's wild um we've had some absolutely incredible guests on the show we were actually talking the other day about um we were talking about music and that led to our shared love of Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, I'm a huge Nine Inch Nails fan, <laughs> yeah. for sure. And uh, coincidentally, we had uh, the art director for Nine Inch Nails, who also writes a comic called High Level, uh, Rob Sheridan, on the show a few months ago. And he was a phenomenal guest to have wow. on. He is uh, He and his wife um, do these insane uh halloween haunts at their house that they post about every year and um he does this absolutely incredible glitch art and you know these people that we have on the show typically they don't just do one project they will do like horror will will really encompass a lot of different areas of their life Mm -hmm. so it's really interesting to have them on to talk about the project or talk about you know something that they're interested in horror and then really get to know them as people and, you know, what got them into horror, what, you know, what, <laughs> what happened in your past to make you really want to look at this traumatic stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but what I've learned, cause I have mentioned to you in the last few days that I have a really good friend, her name's Miranda and she is totally like, I would say her 
entire lifestyle is splashed with horror in the best kind of way, right? She brings it to her decor, which you guys have around here. You've got <laughs> a few sort of uh, horror-themed uh, decorations around your home. It's pretty much yeah. always a horror theme around here. A little uh, bit, yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is super fun. And I love how um, you can take something that some people feel is really uncomfortable and take it to a place that brings a lot of joy to people. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I've noticed of people like you and my friend Miranda and, and, um, Nine Inch Nails, how it just like surrounds your entire life and all your different projects. Yeah. But uh, you as an artist, I would imagine that splashes into everything that you do. Oh, absolutely. Horror definitely comes into a lot of my art, but at the same time, I, also pull a lot of color and a, like a lot of bright color, a lot of uh, weird, happy themes into art too. And mm -hmm. I like to combine, combine the two in a sort of surreal sort of way, which I think is strange for some people. It sounds like it pushes the envelope of what's generally accepted as, as horror or not. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that I do like to question a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I was, uh, I was showing you the other day, I, I have a series of, uh, animal head girls that right. I do in watercolor. Right, those are lovely. And uh, my favorite is one that I call Goldie, and it's a chicken-headed girl, and she has an arm missing with her bone sticking out of it, but... <laughs> <laughs> she's, uh, you know, the background is a bright neon pink and she's got, a, you know, a, a neon blue for her body and everything and like gold gilded throughout the, uh, the piece. So the, the, the colors are bright and happy and they bring you in, but, you know, she's got these elements of these big glowing dark eyes and, you know, I, I like to make things uncomfortable while also <laughs> making them kind of fun <laughs> well the neat thing that i've picked up on is like horror doesn't need to be sad yeah you can have it may sound weird to say but you can have horror that makes you happy oh absolutely right? yeah uh, and there's an entire subgenre of uh horror comedy even so really? yeah uh like um one particular movie that comes to mind is uh warm bodies okay or even uh one that's exceptionally popular Shaun of the dead fair enough yeah, yeah. okay um, but I mean, or, uh, Tucker and Dale versus evil is another great one. If you haven't seen that, nice. that's fantastic. I You'll have to show you that. I think that's, I think that might even be Canadian. Oh, well, <laughs> apparently I'm learning that a lot of that kind of stuff is Canadian, which, yeah. which is Canada has the best comedy these days. <laughs> <laughs> Hands down. <laughs> There's, there is no doubt about it. Can Canada definitely has the best comedy. These oh, nice. Days. <laughs> so at least we're known for something. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Best, best comedy and best maple syrup. Well, you know, mm -hmm. uh, sorry, Maine. Um, <laughs> we uh, we were chatting earlier as well about how um, uh, on your podcast you end up bringing a whole bunch of personalities that uh, are really excited to hear about from you guys, like um, Nine Inch Nails you were mentioning, but you have had some other special guests as well, right? Yeah, um, we had uh, the Soska sisters on and uh, recently... Who are Canadian. <laughs> yeah, they are Canadian as well. <laughs> um, and they're they're pretty big in the in the horror industry. And um and we've had other um horror cele celebrity types on, like Colin Bond was on, and um we had Andre Gower and Ryan Lambert, who are movie stars on. Okay. And um People ask us sometimes, you know, do you just harass the hell out of these, <laughs> out of these artists and these, uh, these uh, stars to get them on your show? And right. 
No, we just simply ask them, hey, do you do you want to come and talk about your really cool project with us? And I would imagine most people are honored to yeah, talk about the stuff they're doing. Right? Nine times out of 10, they'll be like, yes, absolutely. I would love to talk about my cool stuff with you. <laughs> and and maybe it's a fallacy to think like that. Oh, uh, they'll never reply to me. I'm just a podcaster or whatever. Right. Right. Um, but I feel like uh, it's. There, there aren't really any rules around this stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you have a means of contacting someone, you should just go out there and, and try it, right? Absolutely. And that applies to anything. You don't have to be a podcaster. Like if you want to get a question answered from one of your mentors or your heroes or something like that, just, just kind of reach out and you never know what will happen, right? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, like Wayne Gretzky and uh, Michael Scott said, you always regret 100% of the shots you don't take. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love that caption. That's great. Yeah, just try. The worst case is you're right back where you are. Yeah, they either now, don't right? respond or say no, and then you can move on with your life. Right. Do you have a wish list of people that you're you're chasing or hoping to get on at some point? Absolutely. Um, right now, we would really love to get the Duplass brothers okay. on. Do you know the Duplass brothers? I, I don't because okay. I'm... I'm new to this genre. Oh God, they're they're wonderful. They um they're both actors and they're both writers and producers. Okay. And um, they were all actually both on uh, the Mindy Project back when that was a thing. Right. Um, but Mark Duplass uh, specifically wrote and starred in uh, Safety Not Guaranteed, and right now they both write and uh, direct um, and produce Room One Hundred Four. I don't know it. Oh, it's great. It's a it's a show that is basically it it focuses on one room in a motel and all the weird stuff that goes on. Oh, it in reminds me of is it five rooms? Uh from this is a Quentin Tarantino. Well, it was a whole bunch of directors. Uh, I'm taking you on our side now, but it was a whole <laughs> bunch of directors that focused on uh, five hotel rooms. Uh, it's totally worth checking out. There's like Antonio Benderes, and oh, here I'm showing you something. <laughs> There's some really cool, wacky stuff that happens in there. So uh, it's a recommendation. But continue with with what you were mentioning as one hotel room. Yeah, and it's. I mean, it's basically like a guideline to how to never get your deposit back in a, in a hotel room. <laughs> but it's, it kind of like toes that line of, of what's horror. Okay. It's, it's one of those kinds of shows that um, it, it will really vary from uh, episode to episode of uh, between horror and comedy and just straight up tragedy. And uh, it, it's really fantastic. It's, it's very out there. Nice. Um, I think it's on HBO right now okay. and it's uh, in its fourth season currently, cool. but it's, it's fantastic. It, it um, there's a lot of great writing going on there. Nice. Uh, but the Duplass brothers, they, um, they're very eccentric and uh, they choose very um, interesting projects to work on. So I'd really love to talk to them. They seem like they would be very interesting to sit down and talk to. Great. So if anybody has a connection to them, feel oh, free I, to reach out. I sent them right? an email already. Oh, good. good, good. Of course you did. <laughs> it was actually like just a week ago. So oh, nice. we'll see if they reply. <laughs> yeah, that would be so amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so uh, tell me a little bit more about the podcast or some uh, hosts that join you as well, right? My co-hosts are uh, Sierra Houck and uh, Melissa Meegan. And Melissa, Melissa is the one that actually came up with this idea cool. for the sirens. And and how this actually started was quite a while ago, I actually helped uh, Chris Hardwick with a um, 
social media site called the Ner- uh, the Node. Okay. Um, this was like a side project of Nerdist, and it was an invite only um, social media site. Oh, fascinating! Yeah, and I I helped him uh, run it, and um, on that site it was just like a couple thousand members, and I happened to meet Melissa and Sierra there. Uh, another girl and I, uh, Steph, had a um, a blog site called uh, Nerds in Babeland, and we just wrote geeky articles on there. Did you say Nerds in Babeland? Yes. That's such a great name. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Uh, and that actually went on for a while. It was just a, uh, just a, a blog site where we posted stuff about comics, you know, just various nerdy things, really. I actually got invited to... Um, attend a nasa launch because of that yeah i'm actually oh my goodness (laughs) uh, a social media liaison for nasa because of that site (laughs) (laughs) so cool i know right (laughs) so uh melissa was a regular uh writer on nerds and babeland and sierra helped out every now and then too and Melissa approached me out of blue. She's like, I really love horror and I really want to start a podcast about horror. And I want to do it with uh, three ladies on the show. And you're the first person that came to mind. Cool. Melissa had always always been on um, Talking Comics before that, which is a really popular podcast about comics, obviously. And um, she asked me, do you have anybody else in mind that might work for this? And I said, Sierra. Nice. Our personalities really work well together. I agree completely. For yeah, sure. we um we're very different in a lot of ways. Our interests in horror really intersect. Like, uh, Melissa is very family oriented. She has a young son, so she really looks for uh, horror that kids can get into, which nice. is really important. Mm-hmm. There's some amazing like books out there that are sketched in a way that is horror themed but is written in a way that's kid friendly yeah like and Edward i never Gorey. thought yeah well i guess some popular films have been like that some animated films as well mm-hmm. but i i have often thought that those two worlds can't really coexist but oh, i'm can. learning yeah that 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 they certainly can right yeah and i'll circle back to that in a moment okay here. great great <laughs> and uh she also really loves comics so um she kind of handles that side of things for us. And Sierra is an, a very, very ferocious reader. And she really loves board games. So she really covers that side. And I hate silence. So I <laughs> like always have something playing in the background. Okay. And I also uh, am an avid video gamer. So I cover that side. Nice. So we And we all really love art. We all love music so we all come together with our our various likes and dislikes and like you know melissa likes slashers uh sierra likes found footage i like ghosts and like it's so you sound pretty well-rounded then yeah so it's it's nice to have three of us that really cover this huge genre and it's it works very well for us i think and have you had the opportunity to meet them in person no really right we've been doing this for four years and we've never met in person what's weird is sierra 
uh, used to come down to uh, a town just outside of Savannah every okay. year for Thanksgiving. Okay. And we could never make it work. Oh, no. Oh, that <laughs> seems like a shame. And then I was supposed to go out to Seattle just a few months ago. And then that of course. didn't work last minute. Of course. Yeah. So oh, it's like man. the stars would never align for us meeting. <laughs> It'll happen. It'll it's happen. so weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's something about being there in person as you know you and i are doing right now that yeah. is such a treat uh and i've talked about that before that you can build this really amazing relationship with people at a distance mm -hmm. uh online which is uh could never really happen before it's almost like a pen pal right yeah um but there's these amazing connections that can happen that way but when you sort of reinforce those with an in-person meeting um it's such a treat so i'm looking forward to hearing when you all get together yeah that's gonna be great <laughs> But the the kids in horror, let me right. let me circle back to that. Um, as I mentioned on a, another JP episode recently, I think it was uh, an extras episode that Drew and I did for Halloween. Yeah, that was a great episode. I loved it. <laughs> he and I met while we were planning a zombie walk. And uh, one thing that we really learned with the zombie walk is that kids love horror really kids would get into those zombie walks so much you would see these like four and five year old zombies running around like Rawr! trying to scare everybody and they would get so into it and do you think it's linked to like an open imagination at that oh, age absolutely kids like they they don't really get scared the way people expect them to hmm. i actually um <laughs> i went to a a show where Neil Gaiman was talking yeah. and it happened to be at a theater where Drew used to work. So we uh, got to hang out backstage and talk to him afterwards. And um, I talked to him a little bit about kids and horror and he has a lot to say about kids and horror. And he writes a lot of kids and horror like Coraline. Right. And um, he has a really great take on it. Like kids are just, they will accept things in a world uh, much more openly than adults will. Like adults will apply these rules that they're used to every day yeah. to these imaginary worlds that are presented to them where kids will see an imaginary world and dive into it and be much more open to what's happening in that world rather than apply these rigid expectations that adults have that's so interesting right like right when we were kids our imagination was one of the places that we played very often um and as adults that almost atrophies a little bit i would imagine for artists that might not be as true but it seems to me like what you're saying is it's important to not cling on to those rules too much when you're approaching something like horror genres or or stories that really push your imagination yeah yeah it's important to uh step outside of that uh rigid comfort zone <laughs> be open yeah of course and so uh i was just about to say do you know of any kids who listen to the podcast but you may be a little explicit on the podcast sometimes right we're a little bit too uh foul mouthed for that <laughs> no, that's all right that's all right <laughs> so uh like pretty much the first 15 minutes we started talking when you uh, got here, I warned you straight yes. up. I talk like a sailor and it's, it's true. Uh, I've been bringing it in a little bit here. Actually, I haven't been censoring myself at all. It's just, <laughs> it's just coincidence. <laughs> so, um, but I do, I, 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 I curse like a sailor. But what I like about the podcast and the use of it there is that you use it pretty tastefully. Like, 
it's in the places where it really um, enforces a point. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, no, I think it has its place, you know? That's and nice to hear. <laughs> if you've listened to, for instance, like user error, uh, I, I feel like it has a similar feel in that it has splashes here and there, um, but it's only to highlight the things that really matter, right? Um, yeah. Sometimes its use is... is exactly perfect um and okay with kids maybe that's not so appropriate um but but i say don't change a thing yeah thank you yeah absolutely <laughs> well coincidentally um my my best friend blue uh she's this incredible incredible woman she's an iron worker and she um she does a lot for women in her field and she's a huge advocate for uh, badass women doing awesome things. <laughs> nice. And uh, she was actually listening to one of the Sirens episodes and uh, she mentioned uh, to me that she likes how much I cuss on the show. Really? Yeah. And uh, it inspired her to start a podcast of her own that she's going to call Women Who Cuss. <laughs> I kid you not. That's awesome. And her show is actually going to be kind of centered around women who uh, do really interesting, big, badass projects. And uh, she wants to bring them on and talk to them about uh, these projects and then talk to them about them as a person to okay. really give a well-rounded, you know, three-dimensional view of these these women and what they're doing. She and I are also launching a project later today. Oh, cool. Um, it's called HBIC or Hell Buddy, Hell Bunny's Independence Club. <laughs> Another great name. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we, the, the shortened version, the HBIC and, uh, the relation to the other meaning of it, uh, head bitch in charge is absolutely intentional. <laughs> uh, the purpose of this club will be to bring, boss ass women together hmm. in a very supportive and inclusive kind of environment to where um, we can support each other, lift each other up uh, a, a place where women can vent safely okay. uh, where we can network uh, basically just a common ground, like a, a meeting place where we can come together and have a place to be safe and talk and do great things and anything we want basically wow. and it sounds like that spans different professions and different occupations and different, absolutely oh, everything is like not really too many limits on it right right what we're starting with is actually going to be a um a discord channel okay oh that's a nice way to do it yeah we were talking about creating a forum space on a website and that gets complicated so right. fast and we were trying to figure out the details of that and how to how to work that out. And oddly enough, Blue and I met on forums on uh, Rooster Teeth okay. long, long ago. Cool. I'm an, I've been an admin on Rooster Teeth for over a decade, um, but that's that's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> so we um, naturally our our minds go straight to like an an old school BBC forum kind of thing, you know. Okay. But. As we're sitting here and making it overly complicated for ourselves, suddenly I look to my one of my screens to my right and I'm like, oh, I keep Discord up all of the time. Mm -hmm. Why don't we just open up a Discord server here? And I just sat there and made a really intricate, intricately detailed server for us there. Cool. 
Um, and we're, we're finally launching it later today. We actually, uh, sought legal advice on it and everything. It's, it's going to be quite a detailed thing. And, um, we are not limiting it, um, strictly by gender. Uh, we don't want to be that exclusionary because of course we're not, we're not turfs over here. We do want to welcome allies. We, we, we don't want to, you know, say no trans here. We are not, we don't want to be the, that kind of people. Mm-hmm. That can be, I imagine a little bit tricky too, because how do you keep it safe at the same time? Right. We do have a, um, a system in mind for uh, bringing in uh, allies and public support and uh, upgrading people to what we want to call members. Right. As we vet people, basically. That sounds really wise. Yeah. So keeping people at like a, a very basic level and not, allowing them to interact fully at first before we completely vet them and then moving them up to members as, as we vet people. So we want to, we want to be able to keep it a a safe space and we want to be able to keep it a place where uh, women and allies can uh, speak freely and uh, free of consequence and um, be able to support each other without worrying about who else is there. Mm -hmm. This is something that we've actually been talking about for literally years. Uh, We want to do a lot more with this project. This is really the very, very basic first step. Yeah. Uh, This is something that we want to create um, speaking events with. This is something we want to do charity with. This is an entire massive project that we have been talking about for so long. And I'm so glad that we're taking this first step. It's very exciting and kind of frightening, but most important things are, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So we're going to put it out into the world today and see how that goes. Great. Well, I, you know, it feels like this topic has come up in a few of my conversations before. I know Elle talked about it a little bit and Emma did as well and Jill too. And those are all really great conversations, but it's this theme that keeps coming up, right? It's like, how do we include everyone? How do we include everyone? This is such an important thing. Uh, And I totally support that approach and I hope that it it gains some pretty long legs and, and really gets going. It sounds like a gift actually. So thank yeah. you for that. And it was very coincidental that I uh, specifically brought it up to you. I think yesterday I said, who was that woman that was on your, on your show? Just that, the, that last episode. Yeah. I loved her. I want to reach out to these strong women that you're having on your show. These are great people here. So I'm learning so much in these conversations. Like that's a topic that I didn't necessarily think was uh, so deeply at the forefront of someone like Emma, who you're mentioning. Mm -hmm. Uh, But she feels, at least as far as I understood, that this is one of her main missions, right? Is like, include everybody, especially in tech, or, or you were mentioning horror as well, is often sort of seen incorrectly as male specific or male only. Right. uh, Which is totally wrong, isn't it? Right. And um, one thing that I don't think people realize is that women don't really have a lot of spaces where they can speak freely without backlash. You can't really say to your male coworker, Hey, you're making me uncomfortable or Hey, you're not including me. Why can't you say that? Um, A lot of times women will get flack for that. They'll get punished for that. That's awful. Yeah. 
women will be overlooked as being um, dramatic or causing problems uh, just because they spoke up for themselves. Uh, they'll be seen as that that person that just has a problem with everyone just because she spoke up about sexual harassment. And it's it's insane that we're still dealing with this in 2019. I agree completely. And it's also very upsetting how much more prominent it's actually become in the past couple of years. Oh, you sense a change. Yeah. There are certain factions of people that have been a little more outspoken with their misogyny. And it's a bizarre and terrifying trend. Terrifying is accurate. Yeah. Um, being a woman that has been in tech specifically, that has been in the art world, that has been in the horror world. In the gaming has, world, right? Yeah, gaming world especially. Oh my God. That's something that I, I know is, it's a needed space. It's something that we absolutely need. You know how when you hear, when you learn a word for the first time, you suddenly hear it everywhere? It's true, yeah. As we're getting closer to launching this project, I'm suddenly seeing everywhere just how needed it is. Mm -hmm. I've known in the back of my mind that it's a very needed thing, but just in the past couple of weeks, I've been really seeing women itching for this exact type of project. So it's, I'm, I'm very excited for it. I'm very excited to see um, how it blossoms and I, I really hope it grows in a positive way. Yeah, I'm sure it'll evolve in all sorts of directions you can't predict right now, yeah. but that <laughs> will be necessary in many ways, right? Yeah. Um, how do you see the Discord server being approachable by some people who may not um, know what Discord is or or have experience with it at this point? Discord is uh, fortunately pretty user-friendly. Okay. Um, so we're writing up a little guide uh, for people to just be able to read through and they'll be able to chat there. But it's, it, I mean, it'll be a very easy to use just chat form sort of thing. Great. So it'll be basically be like the old school chat rooms of the nineties for mm -hmm. those type of people that don't, don't really get into the internet that well. Yeah. Reducing those barriers is such an important thing for something like this, right? Yeah. It's like, how do we make it accessible to everybody? Absolutely. Yeah. That's that awesome. is a very important thing. And so where can we learn more about this? We are setting up a website right now that will be hellbunnyindependence.club. Nice. <laughs> okay, great. And we'll definitely link to that for sure. And literally right before I got on the air with you, I, I said to Blue, okay, what domains do we have these days? <laughs> yeah. let's, go, let's go ahead and set up, a, let's set up a website and, you know, just make sure we have info there so that I can send people somewhere. Got to plug these things for sure, especially when they're so fresh. And, and I love how this was completely unplanned, the timing of all these things, yeah. um, of you and I chatting and uh, this coming out. But it just like is pretty serendipitous that it's all happening at the same time. So yeah, great. It's, it's one of those things that feels meant to be because of the timing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Which is awesome. Okay, I wanted to ask you a little bit more about some of your art. Okay. Um, I know you hinted to me earlier that some of your art got picked up maybe by a brewery um, yes. by chance. Yes. Can you walk us through that a little bit? Uh, so I have a friend, uh, Megan, who is in uh, Ottawa, and she um, does a lot of work with uh, LGBT groups there. Nice. And uh, she's another incredible woman. I love that I have surrounded myself with incredible badass women doing amazing things. I was just thinking, things. how do you find all these amazing people? <laughs> it's just coincidence. But... Right. Well, you must be attracting them with some energy, that's for sure. I hope so. <laughs> oh, you have good energy. I like it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, 
So uh, Megan actually just coincidentally asked me a few days ago, how do I make a logo? (laughs) I'm like, well, (laughs) I do graphic design. I'll do it for you. What do you want? Basically, you ask someone who knows (laughs) how to do it, right? (laughs) And um, she she just told me what she wanted. So I went ahead and whips it up for her. And um, uh, her organization there is called Bell's Corner. Well, she's in Bell's Corners. I'm sorry. So her organization there is called Queer's Corners. Oh, nice. That's um, a nice play on words. Right? (laughs) So uh, we we made this logo and she went ahead and put it with her organization and a um, a brewery in the area called Whippersnapper saw it and loved it and said, we're going to go ahead and make a, a beer with that logo on it for you guys. Oh my goodness, just that's amazing. Within hours what? of all this happening, it just all happened within a day there. And uh, I had actually never heard of Whippersnapper because it's, it's very localized to the area it seems and you know we're so far down here well and i don't know whippersnapper either and i I lived in ottawa for like eight to ten years or so so i wonder if they're new it Uh, seems like they might be pretty new but it seems like she knows the uh the brewer there cool but their flavors are very inventive. We went through quite a few of the flavors. You were showing me some of these the earlier. Day. They were amazing. There was like a blueberry pancakes one. Yeah, there was like, one with guava. And oh, oh my God, guava. It almost seemed like it wasn't beer or it was a whole other like parallel universe right? of beer. Actually, that, maybe that's a nice way of putting it. So I'm over there like talking to her, kind of salivating over these various flavors he's making and telling her how jealous I am. So she and uh, Ian, the brewer, are actually working on sending me some. Oh, cool. That's <laughs> so nice. I'm excited about that. Cool. But it feels like kind of probably feels like a treat to you that some of your art is getting around. Yeah. That way. I also have some art. Um, out on Ghost in the Burbs merchandise right now. Okay. Uh, Ghost in the Burbs is a podcast that is wildly popular in the uh, horror realm. It's about a uh, woman who lives in uh, Wesley, a suburb of Boston, okay. and interviews her haunted neighbors. <laughs> And that is so great. <laughs> it is wonderful. She uh, she transcribes the um, the interviews and puts her own voice to these transcriptions, and she has such a beautiful writing voice. Uh, the podcast itself just recently ended last month. Okay, uh, but she did it for three or four years. So there's lots of content there. There's so much content. Beautiful. And um, the story is wonderful to go through. Her name is Liz, Liz Sauer. She was on uh, Sirens of Scream for uh, for an episode there. And she and I became uh, friends through that. But I did a couple of designs for her. And um, one of my designs, which is a, a Ouija board mm-hmm. with one of her sayings on it, cool. is still <laughs> up on uh, the shop there. So nice. That design got pretty popular. So it's actually really fun to see people on Instagram post like their mug or their shirt with this design yeah, that I cool. have and, you know, the little, little tag there. I even have uh, Liz sent me one of uh, the mugs with my design on it. So sometimes I get to have my tea in my little <laughs> in my mug with my design on it. And it's, it's nice and fun there. It just reminds me of the power of art. Yeah. You know, in any form, really. Um, either digital stuff like some of your um, some of your design work, mm-hmm. um, but also, you know, you've got these beautiful tattoos and some of your painting stuff is pretty incredible. And you've got these, you know, you were showing me some a mask that you made <laughs> uh, out of all sorts of stuff. And it just feels like the string that ties all of that together 
is artistry and yet can help share some pretty powerful messages too, right? Yeah. I feel like being creative is um is a pretty important part of my life in general. Okay. I feel like that's something that people don't really do enough of. Hmm. But that's that's a very much a huge driving force in my life. And uh I mean it's the way I solve problems, it's the way I uh approach everything, literally everything. Like we were talking about even cooking and uh right. we, we were talking about cooking veg- vegetarian specifically and how people when they try to incorporate vegetables in their diet if they're just eating meat a lot and they'll you know steam some broccoli and be like i hate this <laughs> <laughs> because broccoli can shine and but like, not if it's boiled right yeah right. It's like, well obviously you hate that look what you did to it <laughs> <laughs> so there's a real artistry in in your entire life, even in cooking. Yeah. And I agree with that completely. Like, uh, art in the kitchen can be such a delicious thing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Create creativity through, through everything in life, I think is, is a fun way to live life and, mm. a, and a great way to live life for me at least. Yeah. And I have noticed as well that you're pretty good with tech stuff and you're a gamer and you bring in some of that artistry, like those, those often are seen as, uh, exclusive that art and technology can't necessarily mix, but I think that's a completely a, a huge fallacy, right? It's like oh, one can increase the other uh, it absolutely in both directions. Um, in fact, in that next room over there, uh, hanging over the mantle, you'll see a massive picture. I do. Yeah. That is um, an art print from my favorite game which is Portal 2. Oh, that is such a great game. <laughs> <laughs> and that um, picture is called Approaching Wheatley. Mm. Coincidentally, that print, the way I got it, is really interesting. Do you ever do Reddit gift swaps at Christmas? No, but that sounds fascinating. Uh, oh, so Reddit does um, Christmas uh, gift swaps. They do like the biggest secret Santa in the world. Oh, yeah. It's massive. I used to do it every year okay. and it's a lot of fun. You like, sometimes you'll get like handmade things from somebody in Lithuania or something. It's, wow. it's incredible. Yeah. These like absolutely charming and wonderful things that you, uh, will get from other people and you'll get to know other people that way. It's wonderful. And, um, this person that I got matched with one year, almost a decade ago, uh, he just, he just fucking slayed it. Like <laughs> he went through my, uh, my profile there on, on Reddit and saw that I love portal Two so much. He saw that I'm a gamer. He saw that I'm an artist and love art. And he found this art print and it's a limited edition signed by the artist Whoa. massive art print from my favorite game ever. Oh my goodness. And that's unbelievable. Like, yeah. When this came in the mail, like I was, I was floored. <laughs> like I, I did not know how to handle this. It was so incredible. I think anyone can do art and I have been really fortunate to have integrated photography into my life. Yeah. Uh, previous to that, I hadn't had that much experience with artistic endeavors. It was mostly because I came to um, sort of technical topics much easier, uh, much more easily, um, like science and those, like especially computers, that's for sure. So I realized that once you dive into 
technology, um, there's a huge amount of creativity that goes into it. Uh, you know, solving problems, as you know, can be a very creative endeavor. Absolutely. Uh, and so I've been lucky enough to, to see that with combining photography and computers. Um, but I encourage everybody to like find some way of expressing yourself creatively. Yeah. Uh, it's such a wonderful outlet. So Jackie, can I ask you a question? Go for uh, it. I was wondering if you had an ask of the community, if anybody listening, uh, maybe something you'd like them to try or to do. Well, you're asking that at absolutely the perfect moment because my ask would be to look for creative ways to do things in your life. Whether that be to go out of your way and paint a picture today hmm. or to go through your usual routine and add a little spice into your lunch today <laughs> or maybe uh you know find a um a colorful way to get to work you know a little more scenic way to get <laughs> to work that's nice <laughs> <laughs> find some way to add some creativity to your life put on your artistic glasses and see the world in a slightly different way absolutely that's lovely <laughs> um if people want to get connected with you where would you like to send them I am uh, Jackie the Robot on Twitter and Instagram. I post a lot of uh, bunny and art pics on Instagram. <laughs> it doesn't seem like you at all. No, not at all. <laughs> and uh, my uh, personal site is uselessprogress.com. Nice. And uh, Sirens of Scream is just sirensofscream.com. Great. So yeah. That's easy. That's wonderful. Um, thank you so much for chatting with me today. Uh, it's been a real pleasure. Thank you for having me on. It's been absolutely wonderful getting to know you the past few days. It's been absolutely wonderful talking to you great. now. <laughs> great. Yeah. Thanks for having me in your home and for sharing all of the bunny love. <laughs>